With Lord Genome's defeat, humanity was free to come up to the surface and thrive. What are Logon, the Cordrial, and Spiral Power? Why did Lord Genome try to drive humanity underground? All those mysteries and more remain unsolved. But all of us are intent now on building new lives for ourselves. So we focus on tomorrow's hopes, not yesterday's lingering questions. One of the few riddles we did solve is old Coco's true identity. Apparently he was a beastman created to serve as Nia's butler. And that's why he had always looked after her. Is it because we're at peace that we've only solved such trivial mysteries? Yes. We have all basked in this peace for seven years. Pretending all the while not to notice Lord Genome's dying words gnawing away at us from the inside. podcast where three dudes who are about seven years older than they were last time talk about anime. I'm 42. You don't teach math, do you? Nope. 43. <laughs> Holy shit. I would also be 42. I'm Bill. Hi, that was a mess of an intro. <laughs> that, that was clunky as fuck. It's okay. Wow. Um, no, you it's going to have some, some uh, ninja editing It's all right. There. We'll, we'll, we'll figure <laughs> out in post. Yeah. Hi, guys. Hey, what's up? Hi. Hi. I feel older. Like, my arthritis has really started to kick up. Yeah, and I'm starting to hate young people. Look at my hair. <laughs> There's less of it. I'm starting to look more like my dad. I already have an artificial hip, no hair, and I hate young people when I was a young person. You are an old person. So I'm... <laughs> You're old when you were 16. I'm I'm. That's good. accurate. I'm good. <laughs> That's fairly accurate. Oh, Hey, we're back with another episode of Gurren Lagann. I hope you guys enjoyed the clip episode. Clip, 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 clip. I'm sorry about those things I said. No, he's not. No, I'm not. No, no I am, sorry. though. Dear God. Yeah, they were, there, were some, there were some interesting ones in that one. So if you uh. enjoyed that, you know, let us know by hitting us up on our Facebook, facebook.com slash tuningjapanese, our Woo-hoo. Twitter. So this week, we are talking about some more Gurren Lagann. Woo! And holy fuck, things are weird. <laughs> yep. Things are really weird, guys. I watched this for the first time tonight with you guys, and this was really freaking weird. I, I this is this is no joke. I mean, Andrew literally sat down with us for the first time watching this episode, and throughout the episode, I was like, "Holy shit! Holy shit!" Yeah, that was my reaction to everything. The it, fuck is that? That is that that person? Yeah, is that who? Yeah, what? We, we we have jumped ahead in time, but we will wait to talk about few, that. And then a few. Oh, first we gotta talk about some nerd news. And I think Bill has something for us. I do. Yeah, oh. you, you explain this all to me, but I'll pretend like I don't know it, so it's better I'm coming radio. in cold on this I, I think, Yeah, I think I'd be talking to Josh mostly. <laughs> okay. All right. Lots of big news coming out of Power Rangers, of all things. Oh? Another movie? Like, no. Uh, okay. Oh. The show. So we're talking, like, Power Rangers itself or Haim Saban, uh, uh, the Saban Corporation coming coming out? Yes. Okay. Let's go. What's up? They have announced a three-year deal with Nickelodeon. So some way, shape, or form, we're breaking the blank season, super blank season, 
format. Really? Yes. Which I had to have explained to me. Do you want to just give the, the super, super quick elevator pitch? Of Basically, what that means? every Super Sentai series they bring to America, mm-hmm. they've been splitting it into two parts and calling it whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the second season of it is super whatever. So, like so Samurai, Mega- Super Samurai, Mega Force, Super Mega Force, uh, Ninja Steel, Super Ninja Steel. Okay. Apparently, some way, shape, or form, they're breaking that format because they're gonna. They've signed on for three seasons. Okay, okay, I see what you're saying. Now, remind me, when they did the Super the super Blank series, like in the instance of Megaforce, they, they actually took two different Sentai series. No, they they took a Sentai series and broke it into two parts. Okay, okay. So that's what I'm saying. They took, I don't remember the Samurai mm-hmm. Japanese name, but they took, like I said, they took Samurai and made Samurai and Super Samurai out of the two halves of the season. So there's no, uh, no, there's no necessary distinction that makes it Super... No, it's just that it's the second. That's, that seems usually, dumb to me. Usually it's when they bring in the second set of uh, mechs. Mm-hmm. Does that happen every time? And, and a lot of uh, times It's pretty the, common. And a lot of times in the Sentai series, there's usually a changeover on the villain. Yeah. It's usually, it's usually like... Uh, but oh, would, yeah, Rita to Zed. But if we were talking about, like, Gurren Logon, this break right here, if it was being translated into... You know, American Robo Combiners or something. <laughs> super American Robo This episode would be the episode where they started the super, super. season. Oh, okay. 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 Makes that sense. Works. So for whatever reason, somehow they are breaking that format because they've only got three of them coming out. Okay. So they're either going to buy another season later, maybe, or they're just going to do three seasons that are individual things. I don't know. They've announced the next Power Rangers series mm-hmm. that's going to be, or the new Sentai is going to become the new Power Rangers. Okay. The new one's going to be called Power Rangers Beast Morphers. Okay. And it's going to be based on uh, Go Buster. Okay. Which is about four to five years old at this point. There is definitely... So they um, backtracked. Yeah. It seems like ever since uh, Saban got back the rights of uh, doing Power Rangers and thus uh, licensing uh, Sentai series, they've been further behind than when Disney had... Uh, like, when they had uh, um, Jungle Fury, it was like a year after Gecko Ranger ended. Right. That's what they've... Well, even... The other seasons they've been doing have been pretty close. Right. For whatever reason, they've backtracked hmm. to okay. uh, to the spy season that was uh, Go Busters. And they're calling it Beast Morphers, like I said. Okay. How okay. popular is Super Sentai still? Because it's been around for a really, really long time in Japan. 40 years. Is it uh, is since, it still really the... popular in Japan? Because oh, I know yeah. like we, you and I talked about how in America... The interest has got to be much, much less than what it was. Yeah, I think back it's waning in America. Do you think it's waning in Japan too, or? Uh, from what I've come to understand is that Super Sentai is just absurdly popular in Japan. It's okay. like it's like it's like a new Gundam series every year. Uh, okay. It's gonna be. It's a well, sta- it's a staple of Japanese entertainment. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's like um, for us, like uh, another season of. The Price is Right, or Survivor. Oh, okay. You know, kind of like long, like long-running sort yep. of... Right. Okay. I think Survivor would probably be the better uh, analogy than... The Price is Right? Yeah, yeah, probably, yeah. probably true. <laughs> American um, Idol, stuff like that. Yeah, okay. The deal for three years is with Nickelodeon, which is not a huge shock, because that's who they've been going through yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. The big... Big. Oh, they also have a new logo for Power Rangers. Okay, that's pretty cool. I mean, it's not not really a huge nothing, departure. Nothing huge not, about not, it. Yeah, but it's, it's just... In, it's in silver, it has lightning bolt, and then it has like a rainbow... Kind of Stripe going below underneath. it. Okay. It's, okay. Kind of, it's cool. I dig it. Uh, uh, you have to show me the... Uh, yeah, we'll photo. show you later. And the real big news of it, though, Saban has cut ties for toy production with Bandai. Really? And Hasbro will be producing the... Holy shit. The Beast Morpher toys. 
Okay, I do have a little bit of a mixed feeling about that, and I think Hasbro does does fairly good job, but you and I have, have discussed that some of the Transformer lines, the quality control has not always been up there. There's always been there's been some issues. There has been that. some some QC problems, certainly. Right. Yeah. Uh, but the other thing about it is we may be getting a lot more articulation if Hasbro is handling right. transforming animals into robots. Mm-hmm. And you know the standard Megazord articulations, usually the arms will go around. Sometimes the, he- sometimes the heads will turn. Yeah. True. I mean, there's not a lot of articulation in a Megazord. So maybe we'll be seeing more mm-hmm. uh, come Hasbro. Uh, this does make me kind of curious and or sad if we're ever going to get the legacy Shogun Megazord now. So if Hasbro's taking over the Power Rangers license, if Bandai's not going to be making the legacy figures anymore. No, you're probably right. They probably won't. Yeah. Unless they move that over just to to say, okay, you're going to produce these for us too. It's hard to say. Hasbro might. might. possible. But it it makes me wonder about they're going to do that line. Right. Absolutely. Uh, Which makes me glad I got my Shogun Megazord. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now you have it. Yeah, no, I have one, and I might still have to go buy that Saba that they had, the Legacy Saba. Oh, that is cool. Yeah, that's pretty nicey. So cool. A lot, a lot of coming out with uh, a lot going on with Power Rangers. Yeah, there. big news. Kind of cool. Yeah, that big, is big shakeup. That's, that's, that's we'll have to cool. see. So when is the new series? The, what years did you say these were going to be produced and put out there? I think. Uh, Beast Morphers is going to probably start in the fall. Okay, wow. Because okay. they're they're currently in the middle of Super Ninja Steel right now. Okay, interesting. Um, I don't know that I'm going to pick up the toys. I've looked at them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, looks like the gimmick is mostly that they're they're vehicles. The vehicles can turn into animals, animals, or they can be a vehicle with the animal head on the front of it. Right. Um, and then the Red Rangers can also turn into a robot on its own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to take a look, because I, I think I'm getting my, my Sentai's crossed. It's a red sports car that turns into some sort of jungle cat. Yeah, okay. And then a person. And okay. then there's a yellow helicopter rabbit and a blue okay. bus, dump truck, whatever, okay. Uh, gorilla. Okay, well, I'll have to check it out. That's uh, I think that's about it for nerd news this time. I think we really need to get into this episode, yeah. because this episode is just, it <laughs> blew my fucking mind! Yeah, yeah. We are going to be watching episode 17 17 of Gurren Lagann. You don't know anything. You ain't no shit. Jon Snow. So we are starting a brand new, essentially, kind of of a restart, almost in a way. New arc. Yeah, new arc. And it's seven years later. And before we even get into the story, I want to talk about, they changed the intro. The opening sequence. Yeah, same song. Same song, though. Yeah, and if you aren't expecting... What's to come? Like, everything is just insane and looks different. Um, but I, I don't want to talk too much and, and dwell too much on that um, because some Assume. of this is going to get spoilery, possibly. Um, but I do want to get into this episode. Holy cow, Hachi Machi. I don't even know where to start. All right. Well, we're going to start with a little card that says, Seven Years After the Fall of Teplin. And we get a nice little narration about how, I, how in these last seven years... Things have gone pretty nicely. Exposition dump. Yeah, total huge. exposition dump. And the, the, the city is like full of people. Like there and, are well, tons of people. cars and infrastructure. Yeah, and, it's not even and just like the desert with building and skyscrapers um, with faces. Yeah, can we stop there for a second? <laughs> What's with all the fucking faces? 
I mean, that's just the design choice of the show. It's a design aesthetic, so let's just keep going. I guess. But but it's really interesting because they are asking about, well, we don't have any mysteries solved yet. The only thing that we have solved is the identity of the creepy old guy. Do we? And his name. And his name. When did I I miss that? I think you were still ranting earlier. You you were still going, (laughs) what is going on? Okay, well, can you elaborate then? Well, his name is Old Coco. (laughs) Wait, I'm sorry, what? Old Coco. No. Yes. You're making shit up. No, it's Old Coco. Why is it Old Coco? Because. Because he's old. Does he like a Coco? Possibly. Well, is he, he related was... to Coco Beware? Well, are, are yes. you ready? Are you ready? For oh, okay. okay. Are you ready for this one? I don't he, know if I he's am. He's a beast man. No, wait, wait, stop. <laughs> yeah. He is not a beast man. Yes, yeah, he, he is. is. He doesn't look like a beast man. Some Sorry, of the other ones don't either. I, yeah. can't, I guess. And he was actually designed to be Nia's butler. What? Yep. Yeah. He was with Would, the other. I knew this was gonna, he was going to ask. No, the question. no, no! But they find him in like the, when they're going to the like bathhouse. the bathhouse episode, yeah, one yeah. episode before. Yeah, but how does that tie? How what? Did they just relocate my, him? My my thought is I, I don't know. My thought is Nia it. went. What is va- vacation, Coco? Can you go find it for me? And Coco went to go on vacation. I assume he was out wandering around. He found these dudes. He's like, oh, hey, go that way. And they're like, oh, look, a bathhouse. And he's like, no, not that way. And then when they, like, got done in there, that he let them where he tried to get them. Yeah. Maybe. But it, but it does explain why he would show up, like, at the most convenient times to help Nia. Huh. That's I, I guess, yeah. So, so, yeah. And then we cut to a lady walking down a hallway, and we kind of cut to... I like that his pen is a drill. That is I actually did not really, know, I've never awesome. noticed that. Yeah. But we cut to Simone, who is definitely older now. Oh, yeah. He's seven, aged. Seven years. Same with Rossiu. Rossiu looks hot. Oh, paperwork the anime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. bureaucracy. Yeah, um, it's so what everyone's waiting for. Right? So, so it's, it seems that Rossiu has now decided that the way to go about peace is to kind of put Simon behind a desk and make him do paperwork and be a ruler and mm-hmm. kind of do much more boring stuff. Yeah, right. Well, right. I mean, Simon is the figurehead of the of the new government because he was the grand hero. Yep, of, that's true. That makes sense. And not only that, but the fact that. There's nothing really out there for him to do now, aside from just continuing to like bring people together and keep the peace. Right. And keeping the peace doesn't really mean it, it fighting with mechs. Every, it makes speeches every now and then. Yeah. And and his mech doesn't seem to matter because they've produced, as we'll see in a little bit, new mechs. Right. Which are crazy. Right. But we do find out that the young lady is actually Mia. Yes, yeah, so we can tell from brought her, him. her eyes. Yeah, crazy eyes, crazy hair. <laughs> Who brought Simone lunch. And, and I do enjoy this little <laughs> the, bit here. The little callback. We have a callback because as soon as Rossio sees the food, he they, we have the callback to the episode where he ate the food and had diarrhea for like um, the entire episode. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we, we could... Oh my God. What? what if we... Stay with me for a second. Uh-oh. What if we hooked up... <laughs> this is not... Rossio... Oh no. <laughs> with Meryl... And we have we have pooping Meryl and diarrhea Rossiu, and it makes sense because it's Vash and 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 Meryl again together. I thought you were gonna say <laughs> yes. that you were gonna use Nia's cooking and Rossiu's ass as a new weapon. <laughs> oh my god, that's terrible! Not what I was gonna just say. Just a just a turd thrower. Yes, turd slinger. We we'll go to our title card, and Andrew, did you notice the font? Yeah, the font's different. What font is it now? Whose font is that? Well, who seems to act in a very precise and... Oh, I'm assuming and... it's Rossiu. Yes, there you oh, go. Okay. Good boy. I was going to say the rocket has a face on it. Yes, and, 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 yes, a, dr- we and cut, a drill we, head. We cut to a rocket getting shot into space with a face on it. Yeah, it's 
a rocket version of Tunneler from Puppet Master. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Actually, then, that's a really nice reference there. I and then Lee Ron shows up and he says a little floating heart because he's like, I love you, mwah, and it's mm-hmm. great. Well, so he's great. talking about the and success of launch, launching the rocket and it's just more boring nonsense with this council of... Yeah, the council of all the main characters from before mm-hmm. and the, they're part of the battle, like Keaton's there and mm-hmm. the, the two weird brothers Jordan are there. Jorgen and Balambo. Rossiud starts ripping on them, saying, look, you're all just lazy assholes. You sit here and just kick back and relax. I'm the only one taking what Lord Genome said seriously. Oh, and maybe Simone as well. So, uh, why are you here? I'm not... That's I, pretty much how Rossiud is. I'm... I don't know. It makes me sad. Like, really sad. Like, tremendously sad to think that Rossiud is not nice anymore. Like, it it really hurts my heart, because Rossiud was one of my favorite characters from the first... 16 episodes. He was never particularly nice. Yeah, sure he was. He's he was always he was... been kind of stuffy. And, no! Uh, and always a bit of a... Um... I don't want Johnny Young Bosch to be an asshole! Man, you're gonna hate Code Geass. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but no. I, I don't want to watch it. So... We get this long rambling scene of what you were talking about, and yeah, uh, it's pretty blah, much blah blah blah, blah bureaucracy, it. blah blah blah. And we need to find out million apes and da, 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 da. yeah. Okay, so that's important to note. If the you don't remember, apes. it's been a while since we talked about this. A couple episodes uh, that when Lord Genome died, uh, Lord Genome Project whatever dude died, he uh, Spiral King, yeah, Lord Genome, yes, Spiral Lord King Genome, yes. No. He had said essentially. That once a, a million apes walk along a, on the surface of the, the of, earth, of the earth, that the moon will become hell's harbinger and usher in the destruction of mankind. Yes, that I couldn't okay. remember exactly what it was, but thank you. I, that's awesome. I paraphrased that last little bit. No, so, hell's harbinger was was where I got it. I, I'm okay with that. So yeah, the, they're really concerned about yeah, the fact I, that I, like things have spread so much that they may have a million people soon. But hey, let's not worry about that. Let's go eat at a at a diner and. Oh, Andrew, look. Um, 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 guys, guys, my favorite character is back, and he is, like, fucking pimped out. (laughs) He's got, like, rings on every finger. He's got a cool hairstyle. He's got a gold necklace. It's Fat Samurai, and... (laughs) Obviously riding off the coattails of of Simone's success. He's all like, well, I was the one responsible for Simone and Kami. They had a little cardboard cutout of Simone and... Keaton, yeah, I saw that. I saw that. That was pretty, pretty awesome. Pretty funny. Shit. And at, at the same time, when it, when he walks away, there's a scene you could you catch a glimpse of the waitress. <laughs> one of his waitresses just glaring daggers at him. Not happy. Not yeah, happy. He's the Harvey Weinstein of uh, diner owners. Look at all these faces. There are faces. Faces we, we get, on the building. We get a cutaway like, shot of, of like the town. And even, even faces on the vases. Vase face. It's crazy. Vase face. That sounds like the worst Batman villain ever. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would watch. Like, like it was so bad that they rejected it on the Adam West Batman. Rest in peace. But anyway, while they're out discussing what's going on, they do mention that Daika is about to have a kid and that Keaton is about to be an uncle. And we see that Keon and Kiyal are um, sitting there uh, living a peaceful life and Kiyo has a bun in the oven. Yeah, she's and quite she's pregnant. Also pregnant. See, yes, <laughs> and we see a picture that she apparently married Dayaka. Yes, 619. Guess who shows up? Mia! Mia shows up. She's, God, she's so, she has not changed. She's still adorable. Scene. She's still adorable and she's still, still dumb as shit. <laughs> and yeah, because she talks about how Simone proposed to her. And Just that's this, sweet. Does this really sweet and actually uh, kind of awkwardish speech about being one person. And, yes. You know, it gives her a ring. Now, if you notice the rock on the ring, 
Does that look a little bit familiar, that pretty green rock? No. Nope. He gave her a pretty green rock when they buried all the princesses. Oh, they did. Oh, he did, didn't he? Yes, he did. Oh, I still don't remember that. That's sweet. Yeah. Oh, but then it turns to tragedy because when, when <laughs> she, she, says she, no. she says no, but she says in a happy way. No way. And it's just like, and it not only like made me face plant, but it also makes the two black sisters face plant. And it's just, it's, it's a quite comic scene, but also like. Oh, come and, on, Nia. And it's because she took everything that he said literally as they, a... They literally got to merge into one person. <laughs> yes. And she's like, but that's not possible. We're different people. I don't know how she still has the ring if she said no. That's not how engagements work. <laughs> she, she, she doesn't understand what engagement is, apparently. And Andrew had complained about Nia not having context clues. Yes. They pretty much give her the... No, they fill her the in. context. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> yeah. So what does she do? She calls him and says, yeah, okay. He, she calls him back, and he's like, oh, it's Nia. And she's like, hey, we're totally... And like the, the speech starts out, her, her conversation. We're, like, different, we're people. different people. That's a breakup conversation. It really is. It really yeah. is. And I'm just like, I mean, oh my god, she's going to make it worse. Yeah. But yeah. then she says, I would like to live with you. And he hangs up and just basically like fist bumps. He's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. at the statue, at the ginormous statue of uh, Kamina. Yeah, I that... would also like to enjoy pork with you. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. oh, we also do get a little bit of a flashback, though, too, before all that happened. Yeah. Where uh, they're constructing the... The statue. The, the statue. And we find out that Yoko... Has gone. Is, is leaving town. And actually, he's wearing more clothes. Kind she, of. She, yeah, she's, she's got a jacket wearing, on. Yeah, she, she, and, and, a, and an actual shirt. She's, yeah, not, she's, she's not, got, like, a skull boob. Yeah. It, it, this is this is a cool scene because I wanted to know what happened to Yoko because at this point it's like we're nine minutes in and where the fuck is Yoko? And Yoko's like, well, I don't want to be a part of the government, so I'm gonna go do something else. And yep. she takes she, off. She, yep. Fuck your government. Can I can I also mention that the animation in this episode, up until one point that we'll talk about later, is absolutely phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this so is much, a better animated episode than most of them. So much better. I don't I don't know, and it might have been something that I don't. I don't know if you researched or not, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying this to set you up to make you look like a fool. I'm just asking in general. I was not able to find any, any differences in the animation unless, of course, there were I was. Well, I was. I was saying like dates, like how much time was between the first arc and the second arc, because if they maybe they had more time uh, to like like really hone in on putting more time into the animation. Usually, usually when they run an anime series, they don't break seasons up like we do. It's usually I know. all my, in one. My one guess month. is they got so lazy early on to They're, just put the yeah. time into. Important lab. episodes like this one. Okay, that's that's possible. Yeah. But then we cut back to Yasimon getting his uh, his acceptance proposal, and he's happy. Yada had asked us to talk about the animation style. Mm-hmm. Actually, he said that curious about a couple of things. If you guys would ever get into animation a bit deeper, the team at Gainx and now Trigger, who worked on this, are quite infamous. I personally find the animation style is one of the most unique in the anime world, uh, but it's quite polarizing with many people not liking the Trigger aesthetic. I'm interested to hear everyone's take on it, especially Bill, as he seems the most neutral. Yeah, this was a question sent in by Yada. If you don't know Yada, you need From to go... Reanimator. Yeah, yeah. To go check out the Reanimator podcast. It's part of the Questionable Endeavor Network at questandnetwork.com. <laughs> it is an interesting question. Yeah. And, you know, I the art style has been very polarizing for us throughout what we've been kind of talking about from when we have talked about the art style. I don't have any problem with the art style. I have a problem with the animation getting lazy. Yeah, I think that's ultimately what you know, comes like, out for Like me you too. said, this episode looks, looks good. And if this is their style, done with care and time, yeah. it looks great. I don't mind this animation style at all. Mm-hmm. It's the laziness. Like I said, it's when they're lazy. When they're 
you know, dragging silhouettes around. And mm-hmm. When it's a bathhouse episode, essentially. When, yeah, when or the they're animation. taking an, a picture of pink fluff for some reason. or Yeah, right. a lot of weird choices. There's a lot of weird choices, a lot, a, lot of, of... a lot of corners cut. Mm-hmm. Yes. But yeah, when when they're firing all cylinders like here, I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a treat to watch. And as, once again, one of my favorite animes ever... But yes, I even have times there are certain episodes when we've discussed this. Certain episodes where the animation is just hard to get through. It's a oh god, yes, yeah. But then yes, but once again, this uh, one, but that's like a, what I said though. It's not a style thing. It's a effort thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I would agree with you on that. So Simone is happy, and then Rossiu shows up and informs them that there's fighting in the desert. And guess who it is, guys? We get to see Inky do 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 do. It's viral. I've been on antibiotics. I've been having some inky doo doos. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, you should have seen my son's inky doo doo today. I oh, shouldn't God. have. No, it's viral, guys. And viral kind of has like a has like a hot scruffiness to him. Viral's know. all ragged ass, like homeless. He's kind of like he's kind of like homeless. And sheep. Andrew is, some, is somehow turned on by this. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of I kind of dig it. He's, he's like, mm, wait, 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 wait. You look like you smell. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't look scruffy. He doesn't look scruffy to Andrew. He looks. Rugged. Yes, he does. And uh, he's still in his fucking crazy forearm mech. Inky doo-doo. Mmm, boy. You need a shower. <laughs> and, then, and, then we, we get, and we get to see everyone's favorite hyperactive kids as... Uh, as teenagers. Dr- angsty teenagers. Piloting fucking mechs. Jimmy and Dari are piloting what are known, now known as the Garop Rolls. This is fucking weird. Yes, it is. They're they're they've got like these yeah, mechs. They're like fourteen, fifteen years old, and they're child soldiers. They, that is weird. They're mechs that kind of look more like Gundams now instead of like weird beast things. They have and they, they have, have guns. Very, they have a very similar design aesthetic of uh, Gurren Lagann. They're based on Gurren Lagann. Whatever happened to um, uh, Daigunzen? Daigun or Daigurin? Daigurin practically blew up. Same. Oh, did it? Remember? Oh, yeah, I remember, remember his penis blew up in that oh, hammer, yeah. and then like he had no. No, yeah, no yeah, body. Pelvis showing. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. <laughs> Viral does get beat by the kids. I'm just, they're the kids. Like you do. Well, that and the, the mechs are an advanced. Yeah, advanced form trying advanced to design. trying to trying to fight against one of the old style mech. Right. Viral didn't have a chance. Yeah. Right. He didn't. So he has a little conversation with uh, hologram Simone, and he's like, "You know what? I'm not subjugating these people. They wanted to live underground, but you keep dragging them out because of reasons. Well, Which it, is a really cool scene. Yeah, it's it's nice to see that things have turned, and Viral is on the side of right. Yeah. And Simone has no fucking clue what he's doing, because Rossio's Rossio's pulls doing some shit it, in yeah, the background. Yeah, Rossio's running the show here, and I love the it's fact power that... Power behind the throne. I love that Viral, you're right, it's just like, look... I'm actually trying to do good here. I'm trying to help out these people. They don't want to live on the surface. They have it's a great. right. They have yeah. a right. Yeah, I and love I think, that. Yeah, I think that's great. And and yes, yeah, Simone, after the conversation with Viral, gets all up on uh, Rossio's ass. About and Rossio's explanation is they can't get correct census information. information. Yeah. If they're underground, which a you could like fucking go underground and meet these people right. and have an envoy. Yeah. Right. And two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can if they're underground they're not on the surface and they're not going towards the the million. million yeah yeah, yeah unless that. unless you know there's they're just talking about the translation issue or, or the overall human population i don't know 
there's definitely a much more diplomatic way of going about this than the, let's say, arming the teachers. Uh, oh, let's not go that. But let's let's talk I about this scene. I was going to say he's just a fascist, but let's, whatever. Let's oh, talk yeah, about this scene. Fascist. We get a scene where he goes underground, and he's talking to people, and their eyes are shaded in glasses. They can't see their eyes. Wait, but, and well, but one of them's very familiar. It's Keol, the youngest of the black siblings. doesn't matter, but I don't we like don't know this. That. I don't. Oh, I know that. I don't like this, guys. Because there's three black siblings... Black sisters. There's Look. the blonde one and the glasses one and the other one. Yes. So this one's the the glasses one. Guys, they look fucking menacing. And then there's the other glasses guy who looks like an asshole. Yeah, I don't recall him actually being on t- Team Digeron. I think he's, no, he he's a new he wasn't. He was new. Yeah. They even say that, like, you're the next generation. You're the younger generation, and, and everyone's yeah. saluting him all, and you know. Yeah, they're all saluting. Oh, I don't and then, like it. And then we get an evil head turn and an evil close-up. Oh, and then and we... guess what? Oh, then we... It's get... a break card! A break card. Hey, Atta, do you like anime? I do like anime. What about you? I love it! Well, if you love it so much, why don't you marry it, you piece of shit? We kind of did marry it. We did. By making a podcast? It ain't a healthy marriage. It controls our lives. And that podcast is the Reanimator Pod. That's R-E-Animator Pod. And you can hear new episodes every Monday. And here's a little taste. It's Alice in Wonderland meets Inception with an acid-infused EDM rave twist. I like it. Is what I wish I could say. Okay. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, <laughs> I the shot re- my low too early there. <laughs> Hotro then asked Yuma, are you turned on? Not in that deep a register. But that's what she asked her. Are you turned on? Turned on yet? <laughs> well, guys, are you turned on yet? If not, I'll keep going. All right. Today, we are going to start. <laughs> well, I, I We're tried- going to start snoozing. I tried to make a dramatic pause. Did you notice the break card had different ending? Row, row, fight the power! Is it going to do that every time? Yarp. Are you going to do that every time? I have to now. <laughs> yeah, you have to. It's on you record. You called it out. But <laughs> hey, oh, hey, of all the, it. hey, but think of this. Simo's just lounging, watching the city, and of all the things that have changed, Buddha has yet to change at all. I'm surprised Buddha's still alive. How long do pig moles live? Well, He's there's not even a regular pig mole. There's He's a tiny actually, little, like, runt mutant yeah. pig mole. And there, there is an explanation. He's a pygmy pig mole. But guess what? Guess what? Guess what? There's a baby. Baby. Um, bad Named. news. Oh. Named Anne. 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 Guys, <laughs> guys, it's spelled Anne. A n n e. Anne. 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 I love you, Anne. But yes, in the midst of happy news, we have the weird counter that's shown up a couple times in this episode. Go to one million. Dollars. Naked apes. <laughs> no, it, it's... With uh, freaking laser guns on their freaking heads. <laughs> <laughs> so what's what's really crazy about it is that that was the one that pushed it over. Yep. And she Diaco's pushed that one daughter. out and it pushed it over. And the worst part of the episode happens. Yeah, as she's talking, all of a sudden something appears. The, well, no, the, something unfolds from the fucking moon. Like right. the moon just like decides to open up like a transformer. Get, get, speaking of transformers, guess what attacks? It's, it's Moonicron. <laughs> yeah, it is Moonicron. Guess what attacks them? <laughs> it's CGI. We're being attacked by Nia, CGI. Look, 
It's Moonacron! <laughs> oh, fuck me! <laughs> oh, shit, what are we gonna do now? Potty Mouth Spike is a reoccurring character. Yes. Just, uh, oh. oh, big <laughs> fucking donkey dick. <laughs> Optimus, are you seeing this fucking shit? Right, we got none in the ass. What are we gonna do now? Oh. That is a recurring character too. That's that true. That is a way deep cut. That is a from super our deep tra- cut. Tra- tra- oh, 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 bloody Dingleberries, Optimus! By the way, look at the car. Oh, the fucking car has a face. <laughs> so weird. Okay, yeah, this is my problem with this episode. What the fuck? It, everything was looking so beautiful, and now we have this weird fucking over-the-top CGI, out of place bullshit. Blatant I, CGI is blatant. I have many thoughts here. I am notoriously known for hating CGI. Oh, you hate it. Especially mixed in the traditional animation. Yeah, you despise oh, it. Yeah. Especially the cell shading horse shit. In this instance, it is ugly. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. It is. But we find out reasons later of what's actually happening. Mm-hmm. And I think the art shift is there to denote something really otherworldly, mm-hmm. really different. Okay. Not normal. I think that's an art choice. Okay. And I can respect it as an art choice, but it is ugly. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Really, really but ugly. The, yes. And uh, it starts attacking everyone with explosions. It's CGI attacking with explosions. Oh, my God. They're being invaded by Michael Bay. It's it's a kind of a weird... Um, like, like aside from the fact that it's cel-shaded uh, CGI, like... It's very blocky, almost old-school CG, like well, it's Tron just, CG. Yeah, so it looks like Tron, is what I was going to say. I, I was just going to say, like, it's it's such just a weird, like, shape and design. Like, there's, It's like, definitely a ship and, and not a mech. Well, as the attack is going on, Nia has this weird moment of staring at the moon, and then... I don't know what the fuck is going on, but Hannah she... Hannah Markings show up? She's yeah. a, she's a She fuck. has a henna seizure. <laughs> That's really good. That's a great title. Yeah. No, she's a fucking robot. <laughs> why, why is she it's a, hard well, to explain even when they explain She's not it. really a robot. <laughs> why Why isn't she? Why, okay, then why is she not a robot? Though. Look at her cell phone. Well, because robot is the word, not robot. Oh, okay. But okay. no, that, those are just like magic technology henna tattoos, really. I mean, Josh was closer to it than... Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me, but I guess it'll be explained. It'll be explained, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, So they scramble the grapples to fight the mysterious Baybot. I don't understand why it's Grape Pearl. Grape Pearl. And they say Grape Pearl. I have no idea. It's like Grape and Pearl crammed together in the Grape Pearl. And we get a big giant gunfight, which is our obligatory like Action sequence of the the episode. And swords. The the grapples are getting their asses handed to them until... Dun-dun-dun-dun! Gurren Lagann shows up! Yeah, it's pretty cool. Actually, I like this this battle scene. Oftentimes, Gurren Lagann, I think, falls down with their action scenes, mm-hmm. uh, with the exception of, like, near the end of the first arc. There was some really good stuff in the last couple episodes. Right. But, yeah, they, uh, they, they crank it up. This is this really one. cool, because we see all these other mechs get, like, kind of, like, blown up, until only the two little angsty Gim- teenage kids... Gimme and Dari. Gimme and Dari, I can never remember their names, are left. And then, you're right, Gurren Lagann shows up, right. which does not make... Everyone happy, especially no. Rossi. Rossi always starts yelling about it. One of the things I want to point out, though, before we get into the uh, Gurren Lagann portion of the fight, is when Gimme and Dari are are the only ones left, and Dari is dodging all the attacks of the enemy ship. Gimme goes, Dari, that's insane! 
Like, wait a minute. Well, the dodging wasn't insane. The going towards the enemy going, ship yes, was insane. Yes, going toward it was insane. It was oh, like, okay. Like, the fact of, like, engaging Cause, in cause that I'm way. Because like, I'm yeah. sitting there like, wait a minute, it's insane to dodge the enemy attacks? You mean she should take the shot? No, no they, they should. It's they, insane they, to dive headlong and to <clears throat> dodge them as you leave. They should what? know better from a few episodes ago when the no-name character showed up and just like, I'm going to attack this by running into it, and they right. blew up. Yep. Right. <laughs> Fair enough. Gurren Logan fights, and it's, it's pretty interesting because the... Simon's doing his thing. He's he's busting out the drills. He's absorbing the attack and doing his thing. And Rossi's like, "No, stop fighting! You're our leader." And I think Simon has the right mind frame frame on this one. It's like, I'm here to protect the people of the city. That is my one and Rossi is not entirely important. wrong that if the leader gets no, he's fucking not. smoked. You're right. The whole world's gonna fall into chaos. But so. I love the fact that he decides to go out there and actually do it because. As much as I've criticized Simone over the last several episodes, I, I think this is a really kind of important show of like who he really no, is. No, I, I, I agree. I think that's a good character choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying Rossio does have a point. No, you're right. No, no, you're yeah. Rossio right. has they both have they both have a point. Simone's is I'm here to protect everyone. Rossio is we don't we need a, a plan. And the the animation for Gurren Lagann is the best it's ever been too. Like it just yeah. looks cool. Like it's there's a lot of like really interesting color choices here with like the reds and the blacks mm-hmm. and just everything is just so sharp right, right. now. It's so and, good. And what does Simon ultimately do? He flings the energy attack back at the enemy mecha, and it blows up into a bunch of little cubes and Not triangles cute. yeah, and a... cones and and yeah, geometric spheres. shapes. Yeah, yeah just ge- geometric shapes in general. Uh, Doom, and, it, and it's really pretty for a moment until yep. all those shapes uh, blow up. Yep, and then it wrecks a portion of the city, which is like really sobering, honestly. Oh yeah, and even even Simon has a moment of bad eyes. Yeah, oh god, Simon's crazy but, eyes. But, but 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 I think that's more of a holy shit. Yeah. More more than I'm sad eyes. We're under a million now. Everything's cool. <laughs> you can go away now. Yeah, no, this it, this scene kind of... It, it goes it goes dark, and, like, Rossiu is admonishing Simone's actions. And then, fucking crazy-ass evil wait, Princess wait. Mononoke bot, like, shows <laughs> yeah. up in the sky. And starts uh, referencing the fact that uh, she is a representative of the anti-spiral race, that the humanity has Racist. reached... Hmm? Racist. Racist. Thank you. I don't understand what he, that means. You will. Humanity has reached spiral level two, which Again, makes them that's a threat. The, that sounds like anime bullshit, right there. It is anime bullshit. <laughs> okay, there's some anime bullshit. They could just be like, "There's a thousand, there's a million of you, so." Uh... And they're going to initiate the humanity extermination, and that's it. And that's the end of the episode. And normally we would do our, our our take here, but I have to mention one other thing: the end credits are different. And in it, I love, love, love the fact that it's like black and white, and Buta is there the whole time with Simone. It's so great. I think it was always black and white, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Was that before? Yeah. But there's I a lot, like there's the a lot more white end. with black on it as opposed to being black with white on it. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's it. That's episode 17. Yeah. Uh, so You don't understand anything. Jon Snow. Uh, so I think, Josh, you would get us started with your general thoughts. I like this episode. Not sure if it's top five, but it's up there because of the fact that it's kind of an info dump. After seven years, we kind of get this idea of, of what's going on. Simone's now the head guy in charge, but he's not exactly running the show. It looks like Rossi is more the guy running. Everyone else on Team Digern has either left doing the government work or is doing the government work and is doing a shitty job. We establish a new mysterious threat 
think the big takeaway of the episode, though, too, is the animation is gorgeous. And it's nice to see how everyone has grown. Especially our ingenue characters like Simone and Nia and Rossio and Gimme and Dari. They've all noticeably aged, and it's really fun to watch. There's not really much else to go into the episode. It's not a very in-depth or thought-provoking episode. It's oh, a, I, I, I kind of disagree. I maybe it's because I've seen it so many times. I've already, I've already digested it. And maybe it's because it's the first time I've seen it. But this is the the first time in a long time that I'm like actually really jazzed about this. Really, I am honestly like maybe it's just maybe it'll it'll wane. I don't know. I'm not sure how how much they keep up the momentum here. I'm a mark for nostalgia. I, and, and, and this episode felt nostalgic, even though, you know, it's, it's, so it's, it's just a continuation of the same series, but it feels so different. Like I, the aging of the characters, the advancing of the story and the plot, the changes that they decided to make in the characters, uh, the visual effects of this. I really, really like this episode a lot. It may even be my favorite episode of Grin Logon so far. Wow. Re- really, really like this. This is awesome. It's got a darker tone. It doesn't feel completely stupid and goofy. I actually care about these characters a little bit more now. I just and Rossi is breaking your heart. And he's breaking my heart. And I want to know. <laughs> I I'm left with a cliffhanger of actually caring and wanting to know more. I I really really like this episode. I'm there with you. I think this is probably the strongest episode for me. Also, even the first time I saw it. I was interested. They kind of shake off that parody hyperbole crap. Absolutely. They start telling a story that seems to matter. Absolutely. I like the grab rolls. I think they look better than your typical gunman. Like I said, the jarring CGI was kind of ugly, but there is a reason even that is chosen that way. Like I said, yeah, I agree with you. This may be the strongest episode for me so far. Um, And I did enjoy watching you freak out. (laughs) What's going on? Who's that? I I was freaking out. I was marking out. I said it's the best one so far. I think I mean, we just killed Josh. Uh, so send, <gasps> send an email to tuningjapanese at gmail. Oh, never mind. I mean, I, I was going to ask for a new host. Wow, that was, uh, wow, I, that I, my heart stopped for a minute. You guys are actually really liking an episode. I, I'm just I'm I'm marking that on the calendar. I'm I'm busting out the great scotch at this point. Well, I guess we'll find out if, like I said, I guess we'll find out if it keeps that momentum going next week when we review episode 18 of Gurren Lagann. Tell me the secrets of this world. Look at the picture. What is in that picture? Get a look. Oh, God. ah, ah! What is going on? What is happening? That's octopus. Next time, I'm number 42. I'm Andy. Bye. I'm <laughs> I'm number 43. I'm Josh. And this has been Tuning Japanese. <laughs> a podcast where a podcast where these two old farts can't figure out how the exit actually works. Oh, and who are you? I'm Bill. Oh, and I thought what? your name was Stewie. And we will see you next time. <laughs> Young people use swear words. Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. For more information, visit our website, tuningjapanese.com, like our Facebook at facebook.com slash tuningjapanese, and follow our Twitter at tuningjapanese. You can also get a hold of the show by sending us an email at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Please help support the show by going to iTunes and leaving a five-star rating and review. You can also go to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese to get all kinds of bonus content and help support the show monetarily. 
Tuning Japanese is part of the Questionable Endeavor Network. For more information on other podcasts and articles, check out questnnetwork.com. While you're there, check out other great shows like the Shadowfane Podcast, the Rundown Wrestling Podcast, Home Stars, Slasher Sanitarium, Raw Attitude Podcast, New Blood Rising, the Reanimator Podcast, Taco Tuesday Podcast, Nerd Control, and our newest show, Hairless Pretenders. We hereby activate the humanity extermination system. 